Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode 80. Okay, so tonight we're doing it. Tonight we're doing it. We are finishing Britney Spears. Um, her album, catalog, whatever the fuck. We are finishing it tonight. We've done the other eight albums. And now we're getting into one of my favorite Britney albums of all time, girl. A top five for sure. Actually, top two. It's in the top two with another album. This one is in the zone. I am so excited to talk to you about it. I purposefully put one. I was like, I'm going to put either this one or Circus Last. I purposefully did it that way because I was like, I want one of these two as the last albums because I didn't want to talk about like Britney Jean or Britney for her last album. Those are like two of my least favorites. They're great albums. Well, they're good albums. Um, but I didn't want to talk about one of those two like for my last Britney album. So I wanted to make sure it was something that I loved. That I not liked, but loved. And this is the one of the ones that I love. This is top five. Top five for me is Blackout. Um, I'm sorry, it's Blackout, Baby One More Time. Um, Glory. I know people are like, what? But shut up. Um, also, uh, In The Zone and Circus. Those are my top five Britney albums. The other four albums are good, too. Femme Fatale is, like, right there, I think, at number six. Super cute. I would say Oops, I Did It Again is probably number seven. Probably number seven. And then I think I would say, like, Britney is number eight. And then Britney Jean is, like, my least favorite of all her albums. It's still a great album. Like, I still listen and bop to a lot of the songs. But it's just, it's by far my least favorite. So, there's that. There's that. Some of y'all be like, how are you going to put Femme Fatale, like, in number six? And then put Glory in the top five? Because I said what I said and stay mad about it. Glory is in my top, like, two or three. Honestly. Like, I always, it always, like, so for me, like, Masterpiece albums are like Blackout and Baby One More Time where you just, I can't touch them. Like they're not my number ones, but I just can't touch them because like they're perfect. But then the other three I love too. Like I love In The Zone because it's perfect. And I then like, but like I love In The Zone more than those two albums. It's just like, I love Baby One More Time. I do. It, it's like, it's a great time capsule of like the late nineties for me. It's my life. Okay. Like on a soundtrack, that's my life. All right. But like, it's a soundtrack to my nine ten year old eleven year old life like that's just what that is um but i like it's not my favorite though like i don't listen to, i listen to in this i'm sorry in the zone circus and glory so much more than some of the other albums like in the top like i love blackout too don't get me wrong i love me some blackout but blackout is like she's not my favorite she's just not my favorite it's a good era of britney like it's you know give me mores on it break the ice which is a bop why should i be sad heaven on earth get naked i got a plan <laughs> i got a plan but girl that's my that's my freak song that's my freak nasty but that's that's it's a bop um but then like i mean in the zone bitch like the circus in the zone but like I can't think of a bad song on either one of those two albums, bitch. I just, like, there's, like, for me on Blackout, there's a few songs I just don't really mess with that much. Like, I don't really mess with Toy Soldier. I don't really mess with, um, oh, oh, baby, touch me and I got my love. Like, it's cute, but I don't mess with it. Um, there's, ugh, cool as fire, baby, hot as ice. Good song. I just don't fuck with it that much. I just, I just don't. What is the one that goes, nobody feels like an inferno? Oh, Perfect Lover. Like, that one's cute, too. But I don't fuck with it that much. I really, on that album, I must have Break the Ice, Give Me More, Piece of Me. Radar's cute. Radar's cute. Um, Why Should I Be Sad? Yeah. Um, and then Get Naked, I Got a Plan. Those are the ones. And then Heaven on Earth. Those are the ones I really mess with on that album. But, like, Circus, bitch. Psh everything mama everything i everything like well no there's like two songs i don't really mess with like shattered glass is so kyla a that's a bob but i don't miss it that much and then kill the lights i love that one too but i don't miss with it that much but like everything else like fucking mannequin bitch mannequin unusual you i'm wasting time i'm sorry let's get into this so 
In the Zone. This is Britney's fourth album. It dropped, I think, November 16th, <clears throat> I believe, 2003. And this was really cool because this was like a really weird time in Britney's life and in her career. She did, um, this was like after the breakup with Justin in 2002. It was so dramatic. This was after, I think, her, like, her, her restaurant went under. This was after the whole thing with Skechers and the debacle with Pepsi. There was a lot of shit happening with Britney Spears at, like, a very, very short period of time. Um, and then some other really deep, deep stuff was happening as well, too. So this was a lot of shit. This is also around the time that she met Kevin Featherline and all that stuff. So there was a lot going on. This wasn't, like, not at this time. She met him on the Onyx Hotel tour, which was this tour. And honestly, one of her best tours period like this album we're about to get into this shit i remember when this album came out before it dropped and kiss fm was playing like most of the album because that's how fresh it was like britney britney was a cute album right it was a cute third album but in the zone just went there in the zone just did shit so before let, let's get into it. We're five minutes in we still haven't played a song yet let's go so the first track is me against music featuring madonna now britney was playing this shit backstage when she was getting ready for the vmas in 2003 with madonna and christina and madonna heard this shit and was like um how do i hop onto this track and britney was like <laughs> let me tell you girl so that's what ended up happening and their friendship blossomed christina got really mad stay mad about it whatever um and that's what happened with that but yeah, so this whole thing was just, there was a lot happening, girl. It was a lot. So here we go. First song, Me Against the Music. I mean, I feel like this song bobs. Like, I remember when the video, making the video came out for this, and Britney was in that damn tuxedo. And I was like, dude, I was all over this track. I remember when, like, um... MTV, she went on TRL or whatever and she premiered the album and shit. And she was dancing in Times Square and stuff on the, like, I was like, this shit is so, like, Britney went, this was one of her best promoted albums. She did that. And then she had that, like, deal with that one, like, um, pizza place that nobody eats at anymore where you could buy, like, one of her little CDs on one of the, the cups. Like, you can buy the cups and it comes with a little tiny CD of Britney Spears. Bitch, I was all over that. I had two of those little discs. They were cute. I was like, is this the future of CDs, these little things? Because this is cute. And it had like four or five songs on it. That shit was, and I think it had Brave New Girl on that one too that I bought. So it was a bop. Like, I loved it. And anything, like, I was that kid where my family, like, they knew I loved Britney. So anything they had that was Britney or anything they could find that was Britney, bitch, guess what I was getting for Christmas or my birthday or just a random gift? Something Britney related. Like, that's what I got for years from my family. Um, it's a pop. I love the I love the rap in this too. Like it's just it's so fresh. And honestly, I dyed my hair blonde in middle school because that's how much I loved her. And I showed up my first day of I think eighth grade was it? No, it wasn't the first day. But like my first day back from break. It was a back. It was a break that we had for like Thanksgiving, whatever the fuck. Um, but we had it early, like a week early. And I came in with blonde hair. I had my little hat and my tie like Brittany. And I remember my teacher going like, "Really? Like this is what we're doing today?" I'm like. This is what we're doing all semester. <laughs> this is what I'm going to look like. So just stay mad about it. He took a picture of me because he just could not believe that I did that. He was like, I can't believe that like you, but, but of course he would. And I actually did my eighth grade paper on Britney Spears too and how much I loved her. And I remember my, my teacher going like, of all the legendary figures in the world you could have chosen, you chose Britney Spears. And I was like, but was that a good paper? He's like, actually it really was. It was very informative. And he gave me an A on it. So and he's like, I, I, I didn't, I don't care about her enough to know these things. But now I feel like I know who she is because you done, you done wrote about it. I'm a little eighth grader. So anyway, that one, I'm going to give, I'm going to give it a 10 for sentimental reasons. The next song is called 
don't hang up this one is you have to have either have bought the extended edition or bought some what did i buy for this how did i get this song Oh, I bought the In The Zone um, DVD that was had the ABC special on it, some of the TRL performances. Like, because when I tell you I was a bit, when I tell you I'm a huge Britney Spears fan, I mean that shit. So I bought that, the deluxe edition, and it came with a bonus CD with two brand new songs and then some remixes. And so this is from that. But I put it number two on the album because I have my own special playlist for the, for the record, and this is how I like it. If it's really low, I'm so sorry, y'all. Thank you there. Don't hang up. It's just getting serious now. Can't make me serious. The song's a bop. And yes, I'm I'm making fun of someone. I've had people ask me, like, do you really sing like that? It's like, no, I don't sing like that. I'm just playing because it's that's what I do. I don't sing. This is a bop. My mom actually loves this song too. When she first heard it, she was like, um, I don't do Britney, but this is a bop. I'm like, right, miss. So I love this song. The next song, by the way, this one is a total 10. Um, the next one is. This is Britney Spears featuring the Yin Yang twins. I got that boom boom. When I tell you this album plays no games, like every song just gonna snatch your ass and you're just like, what did I do? What did I do to deserve this? Like, this is what I consider a master Britney record. Like, I love that Blackout that is getting what it, what, what it gets from people and critics and stuff. But I feel like some of her other albums, like Circus, this one, and even like Baby One More Time have, and Glory have just been slept on when they're really great albums. Like for what they, for like for the time periods that they were in, for what they are, they really do get slept on and it's not fair at all. Perform fierce, perform girl. This performance too on the ABC special life. Like pretty pretty is just that girl. She's just that girl. And by the way, this is the 10 yes. I got that. Bop, yes, I'm loving it. The next song is The Showdown. This is very different. This album had a lot of songs on it, too. Like, I, I really feel like this album was very, like, experimental for her. Like, obviously, at this point in time in her career, we hadn't heard songs like this before. Um, based off the, you know, the first few records that she had, so. This was cute, though. I'm going to give this one a nine and a half because it's not a, quite a ten, but it's not just a plain old nine either. Like, it's just cute. You like it. Like this. Just give in when you are ready to play. 
Here comes the shoulder. What goes around comes around, and the crowds are waiting. It's cute, right? It's a cute song. All right, the next song. Uh, back to the bobs. Like, back to the ones that are snatching your ass bald. This is Breathe On Me by Britney Spears. Another really, really great song off the album. Like, just listen to it. I would say this is probably the first of all the songs um, that is so Madonna. Like, even when my mom first heard this, she's like, dude, this is a straight-up Madonna song. And I was like, I agree, but Madonna could never. But, yeah, it's cute. We love it. <laughs> no shade on Madonna. Like, I like Madonna. But, I mean, Madonna could. This is very Ray of Light Madonna, probably. Like, that era of her music. Because I really don't fuck with Madonna like that. Like, I like a few of her albums, Ray of Light being one of them. But, like, she's just not... She's not my girl. You know, Britney is my jam, so... And his performance, again, on the ABC special was fire. Like, we always knew Britney was a huge Madonna fan, but I think this song really shows you how much. Bop. 10 out of 10, I would hear it again. The next one is Early Morning. Another one that I'm in love with on this album. I was very unexpected. I did not expect to like this song at all. Um, but I like that girl. She's cute. I always like catch myself singing this song and like, I don't know why, like just to myself, I'll be like doing like making coffee or making a sandwich or going to work. And I'm just like, I'm shaking my eggs in the streets alone. Just softening this early morning. Bump bump to the break of dawn and the beat don't set to the early morning. Passed out on the couch and yawning, just walking this early morning. Bump bump to the break of dawn and the beat don't set to the early morning. Bop. I really hope y'all can hear this, otherwise I'm upset. Like, we can give to the mama live there. We can hook up at the hotel. He was down, so I told him, let's go. What happened next? Guess what? You don't want to know. Oh, oh. That, is that a flute? Whatever the fuck that is. I'm like, bitch, play that shit. Because, yeah. And this, this, this album, okay, I'm going to pause it. That's a 10, by the way. This album, like, it, it'll have, like, random little, like, little instruments or little beats in there that you're just like, this shit is random, but I love it. Like, like, like the banjo and boom, 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 that ding, 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 ding. But it keeps you, like, into it, right? And, like, it's just, I don't know, there's something about this album that, like, every, there's always these, these random little beats in these songs that you're just like, okay, but I fucked with that. Like, it don't, it don't bother me. In fact, it makes me like it more. The next track, y'all already know what the next track is, so don't even, like, play. It's, it's one of her biggest songs of all time, girl, of all time. Why she didn't get every VMA, every Grammy, everything for this song, I don't fucking know. She did get a Grammy. This is the only Grammy that she has to date, because Grammys fucking suck. But this is the only Grammy she has to date for this song. It is Toxic. Now, I don't know about you, but the moment I heard this song, before the album like dropped, dropped, I was like, single. <laughs> this is a fucking single. If I ever heard a single, this is a single. 
Baby, can't you see? I'm calling a guy like you. Should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. Also, Joseph Kahn, honestly, like, his other work is cute, but every time he works with Britney Spears, it's like, it's top tier. It's just the best he's ever done. Um, this song was so hot, too, that it was going to be featured in the movie Torque um, with the guy who's in the video, her, like, love interest at the very end. And I think Ice Cube is in that movie as well. It was going to be featured in that. I think she was even going to have a featured part in that movie. And I don't know what happened, but it all just kind of fell through. And I went to go see that movie because she was allegedly going to be in it. She wasn't in it. And it just kind of sucked, actually. It's kind of terrible. And I think Joseph Kahn even directed that movie around the time of making this video, which is why the actor who's in that movie is featured in the video. He's also super fine. And he was one of the main characters in the first Ring movie, the American version of The Ring. So, there's that. Also, Tyson is in this video. And if you don't love Tyson, I don't know how to help you. I remember the, the, performance, the performance of this too. She was rocking those, like, fake tattoos. And people thought they were real. And then she performed this song in a church, too. I remember they took over a church for the, the In The Zone thing, the takeover. And I was like, I know this bitch is not up. I know she's not singing the heathen music in the house anymore, but she did. She did that. She, she did it. I don't know what happened. Also, like, the guitar in this is just sickening. Um, yeah. Next. Outrageous. Now, this one is featuring... Um, R. Kelly, I feel like I have to put that out there because it would be a lie if I didn't. Um, he was a part of this track. I think so was Sean P. Diddy Combs. But you can hear R. Kelly in the song. He's the one that's going ding, 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 ding. And I think he wrote the song too. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very like, mm. um, Toxic was a 10 out of 10. I, that's also him doing that. That's him. Um, I don't want to play too much of that because he is featured on the track. He was not going to be featured in the video. This is, by the way, this is the single that she was going to release. Um, but she ended up, like, hurting and damaging her leg on set. And it caused her to, like, I think cancel the rest of her tour. Some people even thought that she did that because this is when she was with Kevin. And, like, it was, like, Kevin overload. A lot of people thought that she did this on purpose um, to kind of finish the tour and say, like, screw you to everyone. I'm done. I don't think that necessarily happened. Um, I believe on set, you can actually see her getting injured. And this is also the same video that she actually, like, licks Snoop Dogg's face. He randomly appears in the video um, in, like, a um, basketball setting of a scene. And she looks really cute in this video, too, in her little basketball getup. But she actually jumps on Snoop Dogg and licks his face. And it was just so random because he's not on the track. Yet, Sean P. Diddy Combs is on the track. And so is R. Kelly. But they're not in the video. But Snoop Dogg somehow is in it. So, kind of kind of interesting. Um, you you could see the unfinished video on the My Prerogative Greatest Hits DVD. Um, but yeah, this was never realized. And I'm kind of glad that it never was like a full single. She did release it as a single, but I'm kind of glad that it didn't get the promotion that um, most of our singles do simply because R. Kelly is on that track. Now, this is long before um, the the whole um, R. Kelly movement thing. But still, like, I, like R. Kelly's ways have not been new um, to 
literally anybody, even before this song was, this is back in 2003, but I would say even before 2003, people already kind of had a thing about R. Kelly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Um, anyway, there's that song. And I, like, for her part in it, the song was a 10. I will never say that I didn't bop to that song. I just don't like listening to it now because of him. But other than that, like, I love the song. I think it's a great song. Um, I love the, I love her on it. It gives me Michael Jackson vibes a little bit. One part of it where she's like, I just want to be happy in a place where love is free. It's very Michael Jackson-esque right there at that point in the song. But I think R. Kelly even wrote some songs for Michael Jackson too. So that makes kind of sense why it would sound a little familiar to a Michael Jackson record. Um, the next one is going to be another 10. This is Touch of My Hand. Do you hear like how experimental this album is? Like these songs, like some of them definitely sound like like Britney tracks, but a lot of them have their own individual like sound. You you really don't know what you're gonna hear from track to track on this, which is why I think it makes up for a perfect album is not knowing but still loving what you're hearing. She is talking about self-indulgence in this song. Um, it does give me a breathe on me kind of vibe a little bit as far as just being like sensual, but also very cute, like something you would listen to. And I just, I think it's cute. And again, to me, I love the maturity in this album because it's, it's just her talking about things that a lot of people wouldn't talk about because they're kind of taboo. But like Britney's one of those, she's always been one of those artists that just like pushes that boundary. And I don't, like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's one of those things. I don't know. I should have used my backup phone. Why the fuck did I use my iPod? It's so low. It's so low. Yeah, so... Very, very good song. I also love the fact that it's it's kind of like empowerment because she's talking about the parts of herself that she loves unapologetically. And I, like, when I was a teenager listening to this song, I loved it because I'm like, I think that's great that she's talking about the fact that she loves parts of her body. Yes, it's she's talking about it in, like, a more sensual way. But, I mean, the fact that she's proud of her body, regardless of what anyone says or thinks about it, I think that's great. And so I love the song for that. The next one is another fun one, kind of like The Showdown. Um, this one is called The Hookup. I love this song. It really gives me... It takes me back to, like, Soda Pop. Like, her days of, like, just being silly on songs. Because, like, I just... You just have to hear it. And I loved her performing it on the Onyx Hotel tour. She just looks so much like she was having so much fun with this song. By the way, Touching My Hand was a 10, and this one is a 10 as well. Yeah. 
that's the bob um this next one another one of my favorites finally a britney slow song we needed a break okay from all that dancing this is shadow one of my favorites period I also have to say one thing I love about this album, it doesn't shy away from the slow songs. Like the two slow songs that she does provide on this record, I think are both very beautiful and they're both sung so differently from each other. Now, am I a fan of her singing them live? No, I'm not. But like, Britney's good, Britney's not, I don't go to Britney for a vocal. I've said this a million times. I don't go to her for a vocal. I go to her for performance. So when she lip syncs, I really don't give a shit because I don't go to her for a vocal. And when I go to see her in concert, I don't really need to hear her sing the songs. Bitch, I have the album at home. I want to see the visuals. Perform. Put on a show, bitch. I bought a ticket to see you. You gonna perform or not? Like, that's what I want to see. So people, like, being mad that she doesn't sing well live or she doesn't sing live. Bitch, I don't come for that. I'll, I'll go to Christina if I want to see a good live singer. But Christina's not a really great performer. She's a good singer. You feel me? And not just throwing her in there, but, like, other girls too. Other people, too. Like, Backstreet Boys. I don't necessarily go to see them perform as much as I do to sing. Because I know they're, they're good singers, right? Um, and they're not as, like... I would say, if I wanted to see boys on a stage just performing, lip-singing or not, I'd probably go see someone like NSYNC. I don't like NSYNC, but they can they can dance. They can get down. That's what they're known for. But if they have the lip-sync, yeah, because they're getting down. Like, Britney Spears... I don't mind her lip singing because she puts on a great show. That's what I came for. I don't expect her to belt out these songs because once she does, she's not like she's not a vocalist, vocalist like that. At least with the music they, that that they made her sing. Um, and then too, like she puts on a show. She's a showman. She's not a singer, singer. That like I said, that's what I would go to Christina for or someone else like Leanne Rhymes or whatever the fuck. Well, you want to stand there in an evening gown and sing. Okay, cool. But when I'm going to a Britney concert, I'm not expecting that. Like, I just, I'm just not. And then when she does sing the songs live and she sounds bad, well, bitch, I wonder why she's doing all this damn performing. Like, what the, girl, y'all don't make no damn sense. Anyway, that was a 10 if I haven't told you yet. The next one is Brave New Girl. This one is another, like, nine and a half. I want to give it a 10, but it's not for me. I will say this next one, the Brave New Girl, is definitely, like, old school Britney vibes. It does give me, like, first, second album Britney based off of just the music um let me know what y'all think when you listen to it but yeah that's the vibe i'm getting off of brave new girl <gasps> she's gonna pack up and she's gonna find a way she's gonna get right out of this Tonight. Right? Cute. Alright, the next song, of course, the my favorite song on the album and possibly of her career. This is Every Time. 
So I was writing a book, one of my first books that I've ever written, um, when this song came out. And I remember, like, I played this song on, because I like to get myself in, like, a mood when I'm writing. Um, and I played this song almost every single day. No, every single day for about a year. Um, just getting myself into the mood. Because what I was writing was more of a fairy tale story. And this song has such a fairy tale music boxy kind of sound. I also made myself like a Kingdom Hearts playlist when I was playing the game. And I would play this song all the time, especially when I was in Peter Pan's world. Don't ask me why. I would also play this song sometimes when I would watch the Peter Pan movie with PJ Hogan, like the, where they're dancing the little fairy dance. I would actually mute that part and play this song over it. And bitch, I tell you, it was beautiful. Like this song is just so like, it's beautiful. And I remember the video for this too, when um, every time was first like put out and Lala, Miss Lala, when she was announcing the preview for the video on MTV, she called it everything. And I was like, Miss, it was it's every time. You're so close. You're so close, girl. But anyway, um, yeah, I remember seeing this video and just being like, this is not what I expected. I was not, at first, initially, I like I was not okay with it for so many reasons. Cause I imagined this fairy tale setting. Cause in the, uh, even on the In The Zone, or I'm sorry, on a hotel tour, she has it in a very fairy tale like setting. The single cover is very fairy tale. She filmed something very fairy tale in that same dress that she's in in the single cover. So that's what I expected from the video. The video is totally different. David LaChapelle did the video, and I think Stephen Dwarf is the guy in the video. He's meant to be Justin in that video. And there's also a scene where she's in the bathtub and she like is bleeding from her head, which I'm still trying to figure out. I think it's when the paparazzi grabs her hair or whatever that she must have hit a camera or some junk, and that's what happened. Because I'm like, how did how did you get the the injury? And then when she like goes under the water, bitch, I remember like actually crying. I don't. Yep, I'm one of those fans. I'm one of those fans. I was like, I mean, I was a teenager. I was early teens. But I saw this video and I was just like weeping. Like, did Britney Spears just die? Because that's not something that, like, do you guys remember the rumor that Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake died in a car accident? Do you remember that rumor? Like, one, I didn't believe it, but two, it was just a terrible fucking rumor. And then I guess just seeing, like, Britney Spears, my, like, you know, my queen, like, Remember, she was, like, my biggest, like, inspiration at that time in my life. Like, I fucking loved her. I was a huge fan. Like, I was part of the fan club, all that. Like, I'd seen her concerts, bought all her merch. So seeing that was, like, did that just happen? And, like, I know she's not dead, dead, because she's alive. She made a video. But did this really just happen, like, on my screen? It was just really, really sad. But the video over time has really become one of my favorites. It's such a great video. And I don't know, like, it's just, it talks about, like, rebirth. And I, I love how it kind of is, like, a lucky sequel because... In the beginning of the video, she's, she's you know, Miss Britney Spears. She's so famous. She's, you know, doing her Onyx Hotel tour, which there was, like, a little thing about that. And you can see that she's just unhappy in her life, where everyone thinks she should just be living this glamorous life. The tabloids are everywhere. They're all up in her face. Um, and then she's having this, like, breakdown with her boyfriend, and she kind of looks at herself in the mirror, and she's just not happy. It's very lucky. It's giving me very lucky sequel vibes. And then she ends up, you know, falling, which, now that I think about it, the Aaron Carter, oh, my God, like falling the whole falling asleep in the tub but she was unconscious like oh oh i don't like that but anyway like that you know and then she's like i guess her life is flashing in front of her eyes and she's running down the hospital way and she's being taken in on a gurney and then you see this woman giving birth to a, a child and it's like meant to symbolize like rebirth and then she like 
comes out of the bath and she lives. But what is, what a, oh, where do we, we, oh, I, oh God. Like I, now I'm thinking about all the celebrities that we've lost dying in bathtubs and I, like, let's just not next. <laughs> oh, next. Um, the next one is called the answer. Another 10. This one, again, if you bought the deluxe edition of the album, you got this, but this came with the little in the zone contra DVD I was talking about. This is one of the two singles that was on that. All right, the next one is, oh, this is called And Then We Kissed. This was released on the Beat in the Mix remix album that came out, I think, in 2004 or five. I ended up putting it on this record because it was originally meant to be part of In the Zone. Um, but this song technically came out two to three years, no, two years, actually, two, two into three years after this album. So technically it belongs on here. Technically it doesn't. It's one of those things. This one is another 10. I believe this is a remix as well. Yeah, this is a remix. All right, the next song is, this is just a Britney remix. Uh, this was actually on the My Prerogative um, album, like the bonus album. So I just, I just tossed it on here for just an extra track, girl. But this is the Britney remix. We're just going to play a little bit of it and then move on.
I believe this also had a video as well. There was a video for this too. This reminds me when they had all those toddlers and tiaras at her VMA Vanguard Award. I was like, why didn't they just have her on stage performing? What is this? What is this bullshit? So there's that. The next one is going to be Me Against the Music. This is a remix. This is also a bonus on the actual album. I think like even just a regular edition had this bonus on there. And she did perform this version, I think, at the Radio Music Awards. And I love this performance because she came out here looking like a cross from Nina from Tekken and Sonya Blade from Mortal Kombat. And, and Melina, too. Bitch was looking bad. When I tell you she came out there in that, uh, that purple and did that shit and then went away, I was like, Brittany, that's how you motherfucking... Brittany opened that motherfucking show like nobody's damn business. I'm sick of that. I was so sick of it. I was like, how the fuck? Everybody who came that night after that performance was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What the fuck am I supposed to do? This bitch coming here like a Mortal Kombat performer came in and finished this all with a motherfucking flawless victory. What the fuck am I supposed to do? Okay? You tell me, Shao Kahn. What the fuck am I supposed to do? This when I tell you, she ate that. She did that. And honestly, I like this version so much more than the original. All right, the next song. Let's get into it. The next song is the Every Time Remix. This also came on that bonus disc that I was telling y'all about. It's a bop. This might have even been on the greatest hits my prerogative one too. The Britney Mega mix is a 10 for sentimental reasons. Um, the In The Zone remix is a total 10 because it's just a bop. This one is a 10 too because it's cute. I just, I like this version of every time. It just, it gives something to dance to, and it's cute. All right, the next one is going to be the Toxic Remix. I'm addicted to you, don't you know that you're toxic? This one is cute. I, I'm definitely going to say like a nine-ish for this one. Um, maybe nine and a half. Like, it's a, it's a good remix. Alright, next song. Alright, this is the Outrageous Remix. I actually love this remix. This is how you do a remix and still, like, just make it a bop. I, I don't know if I like this one better than the original, but I like this remix a lot. This was also on the Greatest Hits My, Pro My Prerogative DVD, but it was also on the bonus track thing I was telling you about. Outrageous. 
It gives me like Rolling Stones vibes. I don't know why, but I'm like, I'm into it. I mess with it. I'm gonna give this one a 10 because I like it. I just like this video. Let's go with this week's show. It's out. Yeah, I just, that remix just shook me. Okay, so that is the end of that album. Um, yeah, loved it, loved it, loved it. Now, there's some other songs that some people might have on their editions of it. Um, I could play those songs for y'all real quick if you want me to. Um, these are just like bonus songs. That people, I, some people don't know exactly when these songs were meant to come out. Um, but there's songs like Body and Soul, there's Kiss You All Over, there is Rebellion, there's All That She Wants, Love is a State of Grace. Um, just some really, really cute ones. I love Love is a State of Grace. I don't know when that album, that song was supposed to drop. I would assume between In the Zone and um, um, Blackout, um, just because it's, it's just, it's a really good song. I like that one so much. And there's another one too that I don't have oh and then there's um oh my god what is the other one sugarfall i think sugarfall is blackout though do i have it on my blackout one i might have it on the blackout playlist i know we've done blackout before but i feel like i have it on that one where did i put sugarfall yeah sugarfall is on there because i was like i have to i feel like <laughs> um but there's love is the state of grace and then there's another one too what is the one i'm thinking of Love is a state of grace. Like, over to you now. I don't know where over to you now is supposed to go. It's over to you now, now. I don't know where that's supposed to go. Um, I don't like Chaotic, Mona Lisa, all those. Those are not on that. Those are totally different. Uh, give me one minute. I'm so sorry, y'all. Where is that? Where is that, girl? Where is that? I don't know. What the fuck? What the fuck? Um... It's weird. Where did I put that one? There's Love is the State of Grace. There's Sugarfall. And then there's another one. Out of this world. You know, love is out of this world. When you bring me down to... Did I put that on Blackout as well? Because that sounds like I would put it on Blackout. I'm pretty sure I did. Out of this world. Yes, I did. I, so I've already done that then. I don't need to do it. Um, But yeah, just some really cute songs. I'm going to probably end then with... um. I'll end it with um, Love is a State of Grace, just because I don't know where that goes. <laughs> Let me see. Where is it? At? There it is. It's a pretty song. I like the song. But yeah, that was In the Zone. Super, super fun. Love that album. Again, it's one of my top Britney records. Um, I absolutely... So my top Britney records are, for sure, like, not in any order. Give me one more time. Blackout. In the Zone, Circus, and Glory. I love those albums. Um, I want to get into other people too. Like, I really want to talk about some of Christina Aguilera's albums, the ones that I bought anyway. Um, maybe even do like blind reactions to some of the albums of her and other people that I haven't bought. Um, I do want to get into Aaron Carter's final album. Um, I have heard it, or at least I've heard like pieces of it all. Um, I didn't like a lot of what I heard, but I feel like if I give it a second listen, Maybe that'll change my mind. There's only, like, one or two songs on that album that I actually liked. Um, 
like that I've liked for a few months because the album, like some of the songs are pretty old. So but anyway, that's the end of Britney Spears. I think I've done all nine albums. I'm pretty sure I have. And so, yeah, I hope you guys have had a great time listening to this. And I will see you guys next time. I can't wait for Britney 10 for B10. What is that going to sound like? I don't know, but I'm excited to find out. This one for me, Love is a State of Grace, is another one that I have to say is a 10. And yeah, I will see you guys when I see you. Bye-bye.